this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. I am not a crusty crab. Ah, in a move that su- should surprise absolutely nobody at all. I am so goddamn irritated today. It is almost unbelievable. The only saving grace is that I did indeed. Get myself a new mouse. So we'll see if all my clicks are on point today, and then we'll just uh, kind of go from there. I I think I think it's going to be a great show. Jimmy, what do you think? It's always a no. Well, you know, you're entitled to your opinion, which is actually why I'm so irritated. Today. I'm so tired of people and their stupid opinions. By the way, like. Uh, I can't even just get into it right away because I've got housekeeping to do, people. Can't expect me to just drop everything and complain. Do you? Can you? Will you? Probably not. Um, yeah. So, welcome to another uh, edition of Hard Rock Lunchbox. Uh, by the way, we did some fact-checking here. I had the people. I had my people. Uh, you know, we all have people. We, I had my people. It looks surprisingly like me, by the way. Uh, I had my people check into it, and we are indeed in our ninth year here at the Hard Rock Lunchbox. Which means that I have done an amazing job of recognizing said anniversary and blowing right through it because uh, I just wasn't paying attention and I was honestly too busy. And I actually was going to do something today, this week, to celebrate the anniversary, but I had to go get I had to go get a boo 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 boo. I had to get some lab work done because mainly all this is still all kind of messed up. So you know. Gotta do what you gotta do. Apparently, I had too much blood in my arms, and they just wanted to take something. I'm not happy about it, but I did it. Uh, always good to rev me up for a show by following behind people that really don't know how to drive. By the way, like seriously, let's talk about a couple of things because if you're the person in the left lane, in the passing lane, right, in all other four, uh, like the other 49 states, if you're cruising in the passing lane, you're gonna get pulled over. Oh. Sorry, I didn't realize. Uh, passing lane is the left lane when there's more than one lane. Yeah, it's called the passing lane. Want to know why? It's for passing. And if you're cruising in the passing lane and you're doing exactly 55 miles an hour because that's the speed limit and you are now the authority of that lane, like, you are a complete asshole. Stop doing that. Stop legislating morality. It's literally what you're doing. Well, this is the speed limit, so everybody should go it. Like, no, fuck you, dude. Like, nobody cares what you think. I assure you, I do not. So stop doing that. And also, if you really are some of those people that do not signal and think you don't need to signal, can I just tell you just how wrong you are? Like, there's a lot of other stuff going on. Not only is the person behind you would like to maybe know that you're about to slow down, but also the people across from you, like coming this way, that also might have turned in that time if they knew you were slowing down, could have also done that. I don't care so much about changing lanes on the highway if you know what you're doing and it's not affecting anybody else, but if it's going to make you slow down for an off-ramp, 
you goddamn better well signal because everybody else is counting on everybody else doing this job correctly. Although at this point, I think you're probably the moron if you're expecting anybody else on the road to do anything properly. That makes me the moron. I said it. Isn't that true, Jimmy? It's always a no. Ah, thanks, man. Appreciate it. And uh, other programming note, I am still not tired of this button. Am I tired of this button, Jimmy? It's always a no. God damn right I'm not. <laughs> Housekeeping, you distracted me. Damn it. Top 20 listeners. Excuse me, top 20 listener. That's probably more accurate. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and funny. A uh, brand new episode of the Top 20 is out. If you don't know by now, the Top 20 is basically what we do with the Top 20. First 20 minutes of the Hard Rock Lunchbox, except I video it, so you get to see all of this for free. Yeah, I know. Face for radio. Got it. Uh, but this week's episode, uh, it talks about the SI-sized explanation of why people keep locking themselves out of their house. Now, there was definitely some dissension in the ranks on the... Uh, and the chat of uh, here on New Regal Radio, which you can reach at 99WNRR.com all the time. But you can definitely reach it right now because we're live. I mean, not if you're watching this. If you're watching this, we're live from the past. But if you uh, want to check in noon to 2 on Thursdays, we're always there. There's always a lot of nonsense going on. And apparently, apparently Giovanna has had quite the morning. So I'll be catching up on that later. All right. Uh, so that's that, and I say that if people continue to lock themselves out of their house, maybe they should stay locked out of their house, and yeah, I still believe that. Uh, blah, 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 a bunch of other stuff going on. Bacon is my podcast, still going strong. I started watching the um, part two of the crossover they did with the Emo Social Club, um, where Mikey Wayman proceeded to call everybody that slept on the first episode an asshole. Thank you, Mikey. <laughs> In my defense, I was sleeping on nothing. I was actually working. <laughs> and he did not specify me specifically. But I may go back. I support Bacon as my podcast. I don't know about this emo social club. Although she did have some good answers. They did have some good answers. Like, how do you do your research? Oh, I just asked her if they're cool. And she says they're cool. And we'll do it. I thought that was funny. So check that out. They have seven questions for Oakrest Band. They have a bonus seven questions for Tyler from Saving Vice. Check that out. All that material and more, uh, including the new lyric video for I Run Away, is on Stranger TV. Go to StrangerHoodTV.com, bring you right there. Or if you want to go old school, go to YouTube, search StrangerHood, and uh, you'll find it. Um, I'm there. Mikey's there. Jimmy's there. Frank, Chris, Monty sometimes there. Uh, I don't know who else is there. We need to expand programming. What we really need... We need, we need, we need star power. So either one of us has to become very famous, or one of us has to get to know Jay Z really well. I'm voting for Mike. That's Mike. Uh, in other news, show news: Rebel Nine will be at Amityville Music Hall on the first of October. We have tickets. Feel free to message me for them. I think they're either twelve or fifteen dollars. Honestly, I don't remember. I've only sold a couple of them so far. Uh, and then we'll be in Scranton, Pennsylvania, on the 29th of October. That'll be fine. We'll be starting to pepper in shows throughout the fall. Although we did start recording, or sorry, excuse me, we started pre-production on some new recordings. So I think that'll probably take precedence and priority over any shows. Uh, I will say, and I did say that I did an interview with Jackie Raven from uh, Raven Show here on New Regal Radio. Apparently, I heard from Jackie this morning, and apparently she did not hit the record button, which is super, super important once recording something. So Jackie, 
We'll reschedule that interview for sure. And I will absolutely recommend that you hit the record button next time, and then we'll actually do it. Or better yet, I'll just have you on my show, and we'll just do it here. And um, even if I don't hit the record button, it'll be live, so it really won't matter. Won't that be fun? It's always a no! Yeah, it'll be fun. We'll set it up. Jackie's super cool and super interesting. Super passionate about music, too, so she'd be a really good interview, for sure. Um, but that's about blah, 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 blah. Yeah, quality radio, ladies and gentlemen. Quality radio. So, you might ask yourself, why am I so irritated? Well, that's easy. Bringing it over, so I can show you. I think what it comes down to is I'm really quite fine with people having... I think everybody should have their own opinions on things, right? I think people... I want to say people have earned the right to have those opinions. But what I've found is a... And I'm guilty of this too, for sure. Is a level of sort of this self-importance where you feel the need to preach because you have a platform, right? Social media is exactly that. It just gives you the platform from which to preach. I think anybody that does it, we're all guilty. I have lots of friends that don't, and uh, they use social media for their endeavors and stuff like that. And those people, to me, are just brilliant because I, I have not been able to do that. I, I've said for years that, I, like, I just, I cannot, I cannot seem to restrain myself when I see something that is just blatantly wrong, especially when it, like, really ruffles my feathers or grinds my gears. And, you know, depending on the week I'm having, like, I'll, you know, read something and just pisses me off and I'll just need to vent it out and and I'll do that. Um, But it forces me on occasion to be on social media and read other people's stupid posts. And I refuse to sort of unfriend. I will snooze people. I will snooze the fuck out of somebody if I need to. But I refuse to just blatantly remove people that I don't agree with because I've told you, for anybody that's listened over the past nine years, I've talked about the way the filter bubble works. It was a brilliant TED Talk done years ago. Uh, I think it was Eli Pariser that gave it. And uh, just talking about the way information works. And I've written blogs and articles like on how music works and music bubbles and stuff like that. And bubbles are inherently dangerous, right? They build your own echo chamber. So basically, all you end up hearing is the stuff you already agree with. No new ideas, no new indoctrinations, no nothing. And that is, that's dangerous because it's static. And it's super dangerous if you're just generally flat out wrong. Right? Like that's, <clears throat> you can imagine if this were, you know, the, the Middle Ages, right? And we were talking about, uh, and you only, you were only friends with flat earthers. Or, no, forget flat earthers. Um, before Copernicus, people thought that everything, including the sun, revolved around the earth. And if you only hung in those schools, which a lot of people did, a lot of people when Copernicus came out and said, nope, the physics basically bears out that the, everything goes around the sun. And we know that to be a fact now, but that was not a fact forever. Uh, and a lot of people, like, 
intellectuals and 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 the the educated masses like they really had to come to terms with that and there were definitely schools of thought though like absolutely not this is this and you know there's a lot of theology involved like no everything revolves around the earth because we are you know gods whatever and blah 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 and all that other stuff and but can you just imagine like that going on in the age of social media and facebook like where all you're doing is you're just not friending people that think that the earth goes around the sun and all you're doing is listening to people that say the exact same things that you do. Are you ever going to get to a place where you find out something new, something you didn't agree with before? Like, probably not. It's never going to cross your desk. It was one of the reasons that I used to actually enjoy watching, like, Fox News at the gym. Because I don't watch it. My, I barely watch anything anymore, actually, in my per personal life. Um, but I did watch Fox News at the gym, so I could kind of see what they're saying because sometimes they make some sense like yeah why is this doing this why are we doing this why aren't we you know doing more stuff at the border like why are we sending all these guns to you you know the problem with fox is that they're just they're they're very ideological right so as much as msnbc is going to be like super to the left like fox is going to be super to the right so i think if you watch them both you get a pretty good picture of what's going on and i always found that to be useful but I think what's happening now is that people really spend a lot of time just knee-deep, neck-deep even, in their own opinions, in their own echo chambers. And people really start to believe that they, what they have formulated as an opinion is correct. And a lot of times those people haven't even formulated their own opinion. I know these people personally. Many of them are not capable of forming an opinion of that sort of level of magnitude of understanding. So it's being told to them because of the people that they're listening to, either on social media or regular media or whatever. And that's kind of where it gets dangerous for me because I think it's just horrible, like some of the stuff that gets said and some of the stuff that gets done. I spent a lot of time, for example, talking about the way vaccines work a few months ago now uh, that actually got me, got my video taken down off of YouTube and then I fought them and one, so they replaced it back on YouTube because I was actually scientifically correct. Like, you know what a big deal that is? Like, dude, seriously, like, I beat YouTube. Like, I fought the law and I won. Like, there's no song for that. And there shouldn't be because that never happens. It'd be a song of one. And that's, but that's telling. It's, it's, it's totally telling, like, how people's just opinions and whatever, like, will just butt up against scientific fact. And I realize that scientific fact is also not static, right? Those things change. But our understanding of the universe, as understood by experts and taught by experts, is pretty well known. I mean, there are places where things deviate, like theoretical physics and theoretical mathematics, even climate change to a degree, right? Like, a lot of people think this is just like a natural cycle that the Earth is going to do, and other people are like, yeah, well... You know, it's caused by man. And or you could be somewhere in the middle of those things and be like, maybe it is something that the planet just sort of does because planetary science dictates that this happens from time to time. But as a person that lives on this planet and somebody that has the power to maybe slow it down some so that the Earth doesn't become inhabitable, uninhabitable in my grandkids lifetime, I say we do everything we possibly can to slow it down. But people are focused on, like, on whose fault is it? Is it God's fault or is it man's fault? Like, I don't give a shit, dude. What I really want to see is a way to keep Long Island afloat while sinking all of Florida. And I haven't figured that out yet because I guess I'm just not that good of a scientist. I mean, I don't know exactly, you know, what the reason is, but, like, I'm going to go there. But anyway, um, so, so yeah, I mean, like, just already this morning, like, just arguments about, like, how vaccines work and stuff like that. Like, the clear... 
disinformation is just unbelievable. Like it's a, it's a known fact. Like how viruses like work and vaccines work. Like it's not, and it follows all the science. Like people that like okay. The reason there are so many variants of a virus of any sort of virus is because people aren't vaccinated against them, so it finds new hosts and it's able to mutate. That's how that works. Look it up. It's from the Mayo Clinic. Look it up. You want to know why we have so many variants going on? Because not everybody's vaccinated, so it keeps finding hosts and it can mutate and create new variants. Vaccines tend to work on the variants that it's encountered, and they keep enhancing those vaccines, and they add... You know, they've already talked about, like, the fall version of the vaccine is going to have, like, all the extra stuff for the different variants, as it should, because that's how that works. It's just science. It's not belief. It's not, you know, political, whatever. It's not control. It's just science. Believe it or not, but, like, you'll be incorrect. And I think what really just sort of set me off today, like, is, uh, that was that was just enough. And that, that and the drivers. And then what really pissed me off today... And now that I've burned through most of this time, I don't have a lot of time to spend on it, so I'm just going to give you the basics. Like, a very good friend of mine who we, you know, we diverge politically often, but because it's an intelligent discussion, and I I appreciate his opinion, this is somebody that we've hung out together and stuff like that, um, I, I just, I, it boggles my mind sometimes some of the things that he posts because... I feel like he should know better. And that is probably the most conceited thing that I say to people. And I've been called out on it, and I've really tried to not. But this, in this case, I feel like he should know better. And this is not a political thing. Well, pseudo-political thing. But it's not really a political thing. What it is is actually just a misunderstanding of the way things actually work. And then a very, very, like, efforted opinion. And it's it's actually... it's it's. Okay, I'm just going to read it. So, so he says, so he says this. So, Rage Against the Machine is playing. At, they're doing a tour, right? They're doing a tour that was supposed to be in 2020 that they canceled for uh, COVID reasons, and then they've re-upped and they, you know, demanding that people mask up and stuff. But they're in Madison Square Garden for like 400 dates, right? Because because people want to see them, right? It's like Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden. Like I get it. Like I I would love to get to a place in my career where I'm playing Madison Square Garden for um, you know that many dates. That's that's. Like, honestly, that alone, like, seriously, good job, Rage Against the Machine. Like, as a band, like, that is an incredible accomplishment. Like, good for you. However, the tickets for these things are going for, like, hundreds and sometimes thousands of dollars. Because scalpers and companies like Live Nation are ripping people off. That's the fact. That's what's happening. That is exactly what's happening. People, and people comedians and bands, and they, you think, like... Manuel, uh, the dude from Hamilton, do you think he's really taken $1,500 a seat for those front row tickets? Do you? Nope. No, he's not. And, you know, Billy Joel, do you think he's taking that money? Of all of them, Billy Joel would probably be the most likely, but he's not either. These things are being scalped, and the only people that really kind of stood up for them were, were Pearl Jam. And everyone, nobody supported Pearl Jam when they did it. Nobody. No other bands. They had every opportunity to do this, but bands are selfish, and it's a pretty precarious situation to be in a band like you don't want to be like well we're not touring because we want to prove a point so we're going to starve like i get it i get it but nobody nobody stood with them so like and and so so rage against the machine is playing madison square garden a bunch of times some of those tickets are going for upwards of a thousand dollars that's not the face on them it isn't it take a look find me a ticket that says a thousand dollars on it find it 
Okay. So he puts up this post. Rage Against the Machine is frat boy music for fake communists. Okay. Happened to be one of my favorite bands, so now I'm insulted immediately. Like, right away. As much as they are the best at what they do musically, okay, that's good, they are smug phonies who will never get a dime of my money. Really? Smug phonies. Because you know them, personally. Like, at all. You know. I can handle socialists who walk what they talk and are true believers. That's not these guys. Hashtag conscious capitalism. Hashtag rage against rich fake communists. Hashtag Sony Records. Hashtag $400 tickets. Hashtag I saw Fugazi for five bucks. First of all, if you saw Fugazi for five bucks, you paid too much. So let's just start there. Uh, but, like, seriously, it's super offensive. Like, it's it's really, as, as a person in a band, it is super, super offensive. And then I wrote... Um, wow, that's some statement. And I, and I said, I especially appreciate lacing into the band that doesn't actually get that money and not a single word about the ticket and event monopolies actually responsible for it. Plus, Tom Morello has done more for people than most people you will meet on, in your lifetime. Maybe place the blame closer to where it needs to be. You can not like them all you want, but be accurate in your accusations. And then, then he has the balls to throw... That Brad Wilk, the drummer, has bought a $5 million California home. Do you have any idea how much work Brad Wilk has done? And how long they have been a band? Seriously? I mean, right? I mean, it's just, it's just stunning that people think that for some reason, like, people can't make a living and all shall be socially con- uh, conscious. It's just bananas. And I'm, frankly just disgusted by people that think that like rage against the machine as a whole has done an incredible amount for social justice tom morello by himself has done more than most people ever will in their entire lifetime for social justice issues and like i said to my friend like you cannot like them all you want but be accurate in your accusations it's really important that we start learning like what these things mean and who these things affect and why we have the balls to think that we have the correct opinion when all other signs point to the contrary. Stop screaming from the mountain unless you're the most pious amongst us. Because I guarantee it, if you're the one yelling that loud, you're probably not. And that's the top 20, for what it's worth. Hard Rock Lunch Box Sorry, I'm incredibly still agitated and just trying to wind down a little bit, so I'm going to try and do that with a little more slayer. I know. I know. Hard Rock Lunch Box. I just want to take a quick second and thank literally everyone within my listening audience for just allowing me to do those things from time to time. So I have to tell you, like, it definitely calms me down and cools me out to be able to vent those things. Like, I still, like, I truly believe that's, like, why I still, like, I have my weekly therapy call, life call things. And it's one of the driving factors behind this show. Because, honestly, just being able to blow that out and, like, kind of calm down from it, like, really, it probably prevents me from, like, you know, beating my kids. Although, beating Corey would be a little tough. He's bigger and taller than me. But, you know, like, theoretically. 
uh, kicking the cat, although he deserves it. Like, just like road rage in general. Like, I'll be much better. Like, I'm already much better for doing it. So, thank you for allowing me that uh, indiscretion, as it were, or at least you know the safe space event, which you guys can always do on the chat as well. And by the way, if you have not checked out the chat lately, 99wnrr.com. They're definitely one of the funniest group of people. Like, just letting them just go. Like, I'm still trying to catch up from this morning. I know I said a lot of stuff. Uh, but man, they're just like having their own own world, and it is just like don't let any of them anywhere near the fuse box. Is basically what I would say. Uh, I think it was last week that I played some Switch Foot. It might have been the week before that. And uh, Jimmy G, the great Jimmy G from Craving Strange Crash Transit, making this my podcast, and just generally around the neighborhood, uh, messaged me that they had a new record out, and it was actually quite good. So I gave it a listen uh, a little bit yesterday. I found a song, Lost Cause, because I like, and I think it, I like the play on words where it's lost, lost cause, and then lost because. Uh, and it's, I don't know. I dug it. Brand new Switch Foot for you on the box. Hard Rock lunch box. Alright, I have an update that absolutely nobody asked for. My friend that I was arguing about Rage Against the Machine actually just had the balls and audacity to just post post the Loudwire article uh, Rage Against the Machine's Brad Wilk buys $5.4 million California home. Like, that's that's the reason. Like, that's the reason he's mad and thinks that Rage Against the Machine is selling $1,500 tickets. It's funny, too, because the joke's kind of on him, because he actually, yeah. Rage Against the Machine drummer Brad Wilk has bought a $5.4 million home in Santa Monica after selling his previous Santa Monica home for $6.2 million. So he's actually downsizing. <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm so irritated, and I'm so irritated because I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in this individual, and that's really what pisses me off the most like when you know they talk about like when your heroes like fail and falter and you like you find out like your dad's not perfect and stuff like that like those crushing things like this isn't exactly that but it falls into the same sort of tar pit like it's just i expect more from people like fucking sue me right i expect better from people i think of as better and i let people down all the time trust me i've been called out for it tons of times i am not perfect i get it and this individual is not perfect either, but to keep pushing back on it really just fucking pisses me off. Because all it is is, you know, the, no commentary except arm the homeless. Like, it's not his job, dude. <laughs> like, it's not his job to fix all this. So I just responded, so we're counting his money now. Or should he go full Jesus and donate everything to the church that doesn't pay taxes anyway? And for the record, the amount of money the band and its members have donated to and generated for various social causes is staggering. And that's some serious stone you're casting. By the way, my friend is very religious, so that's very pointed commentary. Uh, you know, he who has cast, you know, what is it? He who has not sent cast for stone. So that's some serious stone you're casting. He has worked harder as a touring musician than most people. He's, like, seriously, Rage Against the Machine was that 2001? <laughs> like, and yeah, they took a lot of time off, but they toured incessantly for years, years. And yeah, tour life is whatever, but like, it's hard work. As somebody that's done it, not even to that level, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work. And I definitely work harder than anybody that's working at Kohl's or McDonald's or in IT, I assure you. 
Anyway, Dave's worked harder as a touring musician than most people. He's earned that house at the very least. And honestly, if you can't see that, then there's really no use in discussing this further. I'm disappointed a lot. This is an industry I work in and make money in, and attacking them for ticket prices is attacking me for the same. When you understand how it truly works, feel free to comment more on it. Until then, keep funding Live Nation, because you sure aren't fixing the problem you seem to be really upset about. I don't expect to hear from him again for a while, if ever. And that's how a lot of these friendships go. So it's not personally insulting me, but it's a personally adjacently insulting me. Like, it's literally an industry I work in. Like, you know how often I get, like, what the tickets are? Very rarely. Even the last show we did... Well, actually, the last two shows. How about that? The last two shows. The last show we did at the... Uh, festival we actually had to chip in for equipment now we made money because we sold merch but we lost money on that show you know many times we've and even the patchwork show when we did when we did 89 north like we did get the tickets on those but we did shit at the door and we actually had to pay to book that that's how things go that's how things cost so we didn't lose money on that but if you want to break it out per member by hour like we made less than you would get starting at mcdonald's Like I said, show me show me a ticket for Rage Against the Machine that says a thousand dollars on it. Show it to me. Unless it's the box office at Madison Square Garden, something that I don't even make enough money to afford to look at. That pisses me off. Anyway, I got new music for you here. <clears throat> it's funny that my friend John Benoit, who I mispronounced his name for years, is John Benoit because that's how you spell it. That's how you should pronounce it. But you know. I had an opinion, and I was wrong, and I learned from it when I was corrected. He's in a band that I can also not pronounce. It's either Rosalia or Rosilia, and I keep forgetting to ask him. And since we only ever text, I don't think I can ever hear him actually pronounce it. But they picked up a singer. I am not super thrilled, to be perfectly honest, with the nasally quality of her voice. But I think I'm just biased because John's old band was Spacewalk, and I spacewalk sometimes. And they also he was also in self-portraits, both of which had stunningly good female vocalists. So I think I'm literally just biased, and it's going to take me a little time. But I will tell you, she has a great, great, great line in this song, where I think the chorus resolves, and it's basically like, and I don't know what to do with my hands. Now, anybody that is socially awkward or introverted knows exactly what that means. So if you are said person, give it a listen because it'll probably strike you the way it struck me. But what do I know? I'm just a radio show guy that just rips you off and makes all the money off ticket prices that don't exist. I'm going to shut up now. It's Olive from... I'm going to go with Resilia today. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Those damn sexy bitches in 10 Ton Mojo released a brand new song this week. It's called Dirty Sweet, and it sure is. It's also on the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Waitress, can I get an order of Beartooth, please? Thanks. Hard Rock Lunch Box. You know, I have referenced the fact that I have this incredible ability, and I'm not special, but I have this incredible ability to just take negative negativity and negative energy and just swirl it up like a big ball of Dragon Ball Z and just, like, suck in more negative and stupidity and all this other stuff. Like, 
It is just stunning to watch it in action. Like, if anybody wants to study me, by the way, for like a doctorate or a postdoctorate, like, I'm all in. Because I would love to see the actual numbers on this goddamn correlation table, because I bet it would be absolutely shocking. And then maybe I'm the problem. Maybe I'm the one who should be taken out. Maybe I am the gunman. And my segues are awesome. Too bad. Look what you want. Segway on point. See how the gunman take me out? Alright, I'll see you Hard Rock Lunch Box. Hard Rock Lunch Box would like to wish our sincere, or sincere, if you spell correctly, congratulations to uh, Allison and Ben over at From the Concrete on their nuptials. That's fancy talk, fancy speak. We're getting hitched.
Like, it's not like, you know, when you have it, like, in one place or another. Like, this is literally all of my head, and I am just, I'm just tuckered out from it. Just tuckered. You know what that sound means, right? Close, Jimmy, close. It's actually time for your weekly Craving of the Week, and I, for one, am tired of shilling all the brand new material from Craving Strange. It's time to stand up for what I believe in, for what I think is awesome. And yeah, I could play all the new songs if I wanted to, because that fits in that category too. But today, <laughs> today we're going classic. Not exactly OG, but you want to have your own weekly craving of the week? You can have your own goddamn radio show for nine years. Nine times, Mrs. Bueller. He's just leading you down the primrose path of hard rock lunchboxes. Bosies? Hard Rock Lunch Posies. Boxes? Who cares? It's your weekly crave of the week. It's mine too. Later.
All right, we're at the end of another Hard Rock Lunchbox, and by some accounts, this has been a really good one musically, so I can think of no better time than now to totally ruin that for everybody and send you off on your way with a song that is not only awesome, not only something you don't want to hear, but definitely something that will probably get stuck in your head. It'll be my fault. I'll take full credit for it, and we'll do it again next week when I probably find something else to complain about. Isn't that right, Jimmy? Ah, that's generous, but I think we know we know it's true. You ready for this next song, Jimmy? It's always a no. You coming back next week, Jimmy? It's always a no. Ah, well, I tried. I'm going to pat you on your head and send you on your way. Have a great week. Be better people in the face of people that aren't, or at least try. But at least find yourself some jungle love, and that's the best I can do. I'm out. See you next week on The Box. Yes. Everybody dance! Let's go!